everybody. This is episode 449 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, March 23rd, 2018. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'm going to talk about some more Into the Breach because you know what? I love the game. It's already in the running for my best of 2018, and... I haven't played all that much else, so I just I need to talk about it some more. I just can't help it. And then I also want to talk about Black Panther, which is why this show was coming out late today, because I finally saw it today. And then I might talk about some other stuff, like some plans I have for future content and <clears throat> all that jazz. So, I think I'll start with Black Panther to get that out of the way, not to say I have to get it out of the way, but I waited on seeing it because... I wanted to get some distance from the hype. I thought there was so much hyperbole about the movie and just saying it was the greatest movie of the decade or the the century, that it was you know the best movie of the last 18 years and that it was the that it had single-handedly saved the blockbuster film because there was apparently endangered <clears throat> but I watched it and I thought it was good. I think it is. it falls right in the middle in terms of Marvel movies. Closer to the top, probably. But I didn't love it. I, I didn't think it was a great film. But it was enjoyable. It had its moments. I think Michael B. Jordan has killed Monger? I get so confused with all these Killjoy, Killgrave. I think it's Killmonger for Black Panther. He was great. You could understand why he was the way he was and why he was motivated to do the things he did. And I thought, and I, I can't remember the character's name, but the actress who plays Michonne on The Walking Dead, her character, badass. She was fantastic in the movie my favorite character in the movie i want to watch a movie that was just her i wish she was black panther because she has personality and she kicks ass and she looks awesome and i just i loved her i think black panther was the weakest character in the movie which is kind of sad since it's called black panther and it's about black panther but you know that is what it is i think some of the cgi was you know a, a little bit mm, but for the most part it looked pretty good had some nice color and overall it was just a solid film but it wasn't amazing what I think and see this is the thing and <laughs> I know that you know me being a white man I'm already going to be criticized for saying anything critical about the movie but I think while it's not in terms of the story and stuff like that and I think the action was so far it's not the greatest film I've ever seen or the greatest film of the last 18 years I think it's a very, very important film. <clears throat> I, I, what is with that? I can't help but cough all the time now. I'm not cutting this crap out anymore. Who cares? Nobody cares. <clears throat> I'm just, just going to have to deal with it. But I think it's a very important film because it, it does embrace African culture and respects it and puts it out there on the big screen in a big big film that everyone's going to see. It's not just going to be a little small indie film that, you know, a few people are going to see. And it just puts it out there and it, it treats it with such wonderful respect. And it, it puts it out there. It's, it's embraces it so 
fully. And it, like, it's not a Tyler Perry movie, which whatever. I've talked to people about Tyler Perry movies, and I think they're they're kind of just trash. And I have people I've talked to who agree that they're not they're not great. Whatever. I think movies like Black Panther and Coco are very important because they take a culture that often isn't put up into the limelight and puts it there and makes a quality, you know, it's not like it's making garbage. This isn't Daredevil or Elektra. <laughs> Why am I just picking those two? Or, you know, something like it's not a bad film. It's a, it's, it's a good film for some people. It'll be great. It'll be amazing. I don't think it's in any way bad, but it's very, very important. And I, I, I love that it was made and that it was treated with such respect and it's beautiful for that. I just think that some people or a lot of people were not able to put those two parts aside, the importance of the film and the film itself as just a film. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm happy I saw it. And like I said, I wish I, I her name is like Denai Karai or something, but the actress who plays Michonne, her character, so effing amazing. I loved her every time she was on screen. I'm like, yes, I just I wanted more and more of her. She was so great in the entire film. There was never a scene where she was there, and I was like. You know what? She's she's not she's not pulling it off this time. She was fantastic, fantastic, and I found out she turned forty this year, because I immediately was like, "Who is this?" I because I could picture her. I saw her and I'm like, "Where do I know her from?" And then because I saw it with my dad, and he told me who it was because he still watches The Walking Dead. I haven't watched it for four years or something, so I didn't have that Michonne instantly in my in the back of my head I'm like oh michonne i know michonne i was like oh oh yeah michonne that's who it is and she doesn't ever you know her huge dreads she has her beautiful bald head which is lovely lovely bald head um but yeah solid movie anyway also <laughs> too many trailers i hate it i i go to this the rosemont theater near me and they i feel like they always start the movies late like they're usually like five maybe a little bit more late five minutes late and then there's just like all these trailers and i hate it i mean i have movie pass now so i don't pay for tickets but if tickets weren't ridiculously priced and i was still paying for tickets for each theater uh for each viewing i would pay an extra few bucks to go to a showtime where there were no trailers because trailers suck i know you can go later or you just get there late but i'd you know, especially at a theater like Rosemont where you pick your tickets. You have to pick your seat, I mean. Anyway, Into the Breach. Into the Breach is amazing. I absolutely adore it. I've now put double digit hours into it, which is saying, which is, that's a big deal for me because I don't play PC games that much anymore. But Into the Breach is so great that I just I can't help it and it's nice that I could just play it windowed and I could just minimize it load it back up I don't do it that much so my my playtime is fairly accurate but 
I I love it. I've unlocked four squads at this point. I, I have enough to unlock two more. I'm probably going to unlock just one and get one of the more expensive ones. But I love how different the squads play and how how that you really only have a limited options uh, a limited number of options uh, to to play around with in that your units have three things they can do they can attack with whatever type of weapon they have they can repair themselves and they can move that's that's really it but Every single one of those options has so many branches that you can utilize. You can, you know, and, and it has to do with the, the order of moves and how you use a weapon or, you know, it could be a defensive weapon. There is a squad that I fucking hate so much. They're called the Blitzkrieg and they're garbage. They're like this earth squad that has one that's like a mortar who throws rocks and then another guy who can, he has like electric whips that are super powerful because they can chain through buildings and through enemies but they can also change with those buildings and your guys and you do a lot of friendly fire and become a, a huge disaster um and then there's just a stupid tank that has a grappling hook that i hate i hate that thing so much it's, it's a very 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 defensive team and i can appreciate a good defense but i wish i, I just don't feel like the offensive options are good enough for me there's there's some nice aspects to that team like the tank can withstand one point of damage uh, weapon damage so it, it has a strong armor but i still i i just like i can't take that team uh and i just went through a few matches to get all of their squad specific achievements like clearing the first two areas in under 30 minutes uh, blitzkrieg and there was another one where you block four vex from coming up through the ground on one turn and something else but i got all that crap out of the way so i could get my coins and get more squads but there's also the rift walkers which are the very first squad you get which i i do like i think they're a solid starting team and then the what is it the rumbling hulks something like that the ruffling hulks the ruffler hulks they like to eat chips but that's the team that deals with smoke and has a plane and some other stuff and i really like those those units a lot but i just i love the way it's it's so simple and yet complex and that when you start unlocking more squads you get to play around with uh, custom squads and you can also do random squads so that you will have a playthrough or maybe you'll have a unit you don't like maybe i'll be stuck with that stupid fucking tank grappling thing as one of my three units and i'll be like great i have to try and beat the game now with this piece of crap well i'm gonna do it i'm gonna show this thing's who's boss um so i appreciate all that but i, I just i love the game so much and i I hope it gets supported. I want to see it just get a whole bunch of more squads. I wish it was a Steam Works game and people could just create their own squads and put them in there and I could add them because I just I want this game to never end. And I want it to always feel fresh. I would love it if they added some kind of 
I don't know, daily challenge type of system, a leaderboard thing or whatever, where it, because, and I think I may have said this before, and this is minor, minor spoilers. The very final level, the boss level or whatever, you start off on top and then there's like an earthquake and you fall to the bottom and it's like two levels in one and you have to survive both. I would love it if there was some kind of daily challenge system where it just randomly generates those levels and when you clear an area, it whether it does some kind of earthquake transition or whatever or just does a, a screen wipe and gives you a new area that it just allows you to keep going further and further and further and whatever. The high score of the leaderboard system is based on how many levels you clear or how many enemies you kill or some combination of both maybe you get points for killing enemies or the xp you gain when you kill an enemy and so it says oh you've cleared this many levels and that gives you a certain amount of xp and then you've killed this many enemies that's a number of xp or whatever but some kind of system in in place like that i think would be great because i look at this game and i think hey the way some people are so into spelunky and just love it and still play it every day i i feel like into the breach could be that for me and i i just i want it to come to every other system because i just want to play it everywhere and i i adore it because it's just it's so much fun to go into every single map and just from from turn to turn just try and figure out the most optimal way to attack the situation because there are Levels where you'll have airstrikes, you'll have tidal waves, you'll have, you know, earthquakes or, or groundbreaking situations or missile launches that will have an area effect to them or a like ground pounder that you have to protect and you also can attack with that and it can do a significant amount of damage, but you need to also protect it at the same time and be out of the way of its attack. And there, there are so many things in play and it's it's such a wonderful experience and i just i can't recommend it highly enough it's it's such a great time and i i i can't wait to mess around with some more squads and see what they're like because i have four unlocked i forget which the fourth one is that i have it might be one that involves freezing enemies but i think the next one i'm gonna unlock is one of the two expensive ones there's one that sounds really interesting which has I think it's described as having like really strong attacks, but it's they're the units are powered by the Vec. It has to feed off them, which sounds like it might play very different than all the other units and all the other squads. And then there's just the other most expensive one. It has some kind of description along the lines of these are these so these guys are good, but they're also really hard to play with. Only experienced players should play with these. So. It's kind of vague, and maybe I'm forgetting something from the description, but I'm like, huh, I should wait on purchasing purchasing these because I'm not experienced yet. At the time, I'm more experienced now. And, yeah. I, I also love the, the minimal achievements it has for, and the achievements it has for each squad because it gets you to try and play things differently and see what it's like with the, the Blitzkrieg, the, the one where you have to beat the first two areas in under 30 minutes that is an incredibly stressful thing i was able to do it pretty easily after i just committed to it i was like forget it i'm not trying to play as best as i can to 
get to the end and beat the game. I'm just like, I just want to clear these two areas. I don't care if I only have one power left after the two areas. And then it's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish anything else. I just want to, I want to get this achievement. I want to see if I can do it. And I did it and it felt good. And I was like, yeah, now I'm done with this squad. I have no reason to play as them. Uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll do it again at some point because it also tracks how many, it tracks if you've beaten the game with the squad and how many of the islands you've completed before attacking the final boss area because you can do that after you complete two areas. So you can continue on to the third and fourth islands if you want or you can just go and beat the game if you feel good enough with your team. You'll get more experience and you know power cells or whatever they're called to upgrade your mechs or whatever your tanks and everything but um you don't have to if you're feeling pretty confident or if you want maybe a little bit more of an extra challenge so i love i just love the simple complexity of it all and i'm so happy i played it and then i continue playing it and i just want to keep playing it and that's all i want to do i wish i wish steam i want an nvidia shield just for this game that's what i want i was thinking to myself hmm i have a surface which i hate because maybe they've changed but my surface which i think might be a four it still has shitty enough battery life maybe it's on par with the switch but i don't even think it's that good maybe my unit was just a shitty one and had a shitty battery i don't know but the battery is not what i want in a a portable device and neither is a switch but like i want a battery that is as good as the Apple, what are they called? It's not the iBook. Apple Air? Is it, are they just called the Air? Whatever they are. Mac Air? Airbook? Something like that? I have one of those. It's an old model at this point, but I remember it's like 11 hours I can get on that thing. And that's what I wanted out of the Surface. And that would have been my favorite device if the Surface had battery life like that, but... I might have to dust that off and install good old Into the Breach on there so I can just play it in bed. I wonder if it... Yeah. I mean, if if it has... If I could play it with this the screen with touch controls, that'd be incredible. That'd be so great. It'd be, it would make the Surface... It would finally justify the purchase of that stupid-ass device. I mean, I got it for sketching purposes... Which, you know, it's a, it's a solid sketching tablet, but yeah. So, Into the Breach is amazing. Go play it. Even if you don't really like PC games. Unless you don't have a PC that can run it, which... I don't think it's a game that requires a lot of horsepower. But uh, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. And then, yeah, other than that... Just dabbling here and there. I'll probably put up the Titan Quest video later today. It depends. I, I need to make sure I get this up first, so we'll see. Might have to wait till tomorrow so you can actually see what the game looks like and plays like. But other than that, I think with the upcoming anime season, I want to do more daily content or more... I think with maybe a few series, I want to actually write reviews for episodes. 
and just really follow a few series that I'm really into episodically. Like maybe probably My Hero Academia Season 3, which I didn't realize was already coming back. And I'm super excited about that after the incredible Season 2. So and I might do for, I don't know if I would do it for every series I watch since I watch so many in a season. But video reviews too for episodes. And I think at the end of this season I'm going to do a lot of reviews for series. Um, Because I think, you know, it would be nice to do that. And I think the, the, the written thing, and maybe if I do episodic videos as well, it just will help me remember, if nothing else, the names of characters. Because I, I struggle with names of people in real life and characters. So I want to get better at that. And I feel like that is a way I can do that. But um, the Junji Ito collection has finally wrapped up. So I will probably... Watch that tomorrow. Review it. <laughs> you already know what I think of it. But post a review of the season as a whole. And yeah. See how that goes. But you know. Whatever. And uh, yeah. I think maybe I'll, I'll get into another playthrough of something or other soon. Keep meaning to get to unfinished one. I'm just frustrated in the lack of the the inability of the PS4 to pump audio from the TV and the controller at the same time. So I could keep the TV muted, but the capture device will still capture audio, and I could listen to it without an echo or anything. But that's not going to happen, because the PS4 is a stupid system with a stupid controller with a lot of great games on it. So, son of a biscuit. Anywho... That will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, PR Redux, and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are all also available on podcast services across the interwebs, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and the Google Play Store. And you can also find the art I do on the site or by going to pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away with, you know, a cup of coffee's worth of moolah a month. And you can also, 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 also go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch the video for this podcast or videos of me playing games or whatever. Like, you know, tomorrow, that review of the Junji Ito collection, which will be very revealing. You will be surprised by what I think of that show tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know what it's time for. 